Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Virginia's for Trenders, courtesy of Johnny Davis, part of the license plate suite. And yeah, Virginia is what a what a state slogan. You know, the road trip continues. Is there? I mean, nothing. Why is why is it? Why is why is Virginia Virginia for lovers? Yeah, like (laughs) why? I'm curious. Uh, And we guess we find out they created in 1968. Mm-hmm. They've been uh, in 1969. The Virginia State Travel Service, now the Virginia Tourism Corporation, uh, adopted Virginia's for lovers slogan. And the first, there's no nothing. It was nothing. it was part like, of a feature in Modern Bride as part of a marketing campaign. Well, I mean, well, what, what happened? But it's interesting that it it has lasted throughout the hippie movement. Like it because they dropped it at the height of like hippiedom, right? 68 right. or maybe I don't know if that was the height. I uh, don't know shit about that time but interesting i think this is the deal it's because in the beginning this like the like these sort of advertisers were saying like it's got everything like virginia's for history lovers it's for beach lovers it's for mountain lovers and then they're like that's too it's too broad let's just make it even more broad <laughs> just call it for lovers Pretty, yeah but now i'm thinking like that's where you go to for like you know you know get it but, but nasty sex you know what i mean yeah. like get wild get freaky yeah. Okay. So I I've always gone. Uh I can only know. have sex in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's we a, all know that, right? It's a hell of a curse. Law? Yeah. <laughs> that would be they they should uh sponsor some content based on that, like a a rom com about somebody who can only uh have have sexual relations in Virginia. Oh yeah. I mean the Star- only way starting Josh Hartnett. For sexiest- forty days. Only for forty days, but they can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the uh, sexiest ice thing I've ever seen indeed is the Lou Ray Caverns in Virginia. So I don't know what those are. No, <laughs> you'd know if you saw them because mm. you would only be able to have sex in Virginia after that. That's right. Well, Devin Nunez is is trending. This well, was Nooners. somebody whose name we were mentioning a lot at the in the early days of the Trump administration yeah. um, because he was. Like coming into the Trump administration, he was known for being like very friendly with Vladimir Putin. And then suddenly when Trump got elected, he was very friendly to Trump. And, you know, this was one of the pieces of, huh, you know, like that that I feel like in retrospect, like still is pretty, pretty weird. Um, Yeah, he's uh, he's moving on. I mean, yes, we remember when he like was like oh i have stuff from my position as the intelligence committee chair to completely meddle in any kind of investigation and remember he was like well they got their report we got our memo remember the memo back mm-hmm. then when he's like oh what you see our memo it's it's way All worse right. than the thing of like a, com- a compilation of facts so the thing is he is now moving on to greener pastures and by greener pastures i mean an absolute mistake because he is leaving congress to be the CEO of Trump's new media company. Right. Um, that's apparently valued at $1 billion. Not sure where they got that. Uh, but just looking at his Trump's track record with anything that's a called a company, I don't know if that's a good uh, career pivot for you, Devin, but I also understand why you're shook as fuck because you saw the new districts in California and realized where you usually get your votes starting to look a little bit harder for someone of your ideological bend so i think that's what's really going on 
Is there a like redistrict redistricting that's actually positive for non-conservatives? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. It's Damn. like it's a fucking bad. Everybody's you know it's everybody's gerrymandering. Everybody's mandarin. But in that sense, I think just with the census and things, that also kind of affects different districts differently too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think he also just found himself in a position where he's like, well, I don't want to have to like prove I'm worthy of a vote, so I'll just go to this terrible abuser who's that says he has a job for me yeah it usually doesn't end up too good for um, anyone anyone like literally anybody who's ever kind of hitched their wagon to him uh except for his daughter and and even then you could argue you know how is she yeah. really doing yeah how is she how's she <laughs> feeling about about her choices um yeah, with her haunted doll of a husband <laughs> I do, I do think, I don't know, after that Atlantic article about how Trump is in a better position to overturn the results of a election now mm-hmm. in 2024 than he, he was in 2020, I think anybody who's holding out hope that he's not going to be the nominee uh, is lying to themselves, uh, and I think he's in a good position to win. So, And by win, we mean just overturn, like, no matter what happens, it's going to... Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, no matter what, even if he right, doesn't right, win, right. he's in a win. He wins. He wins. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a very it's a very frightening Dark prospect. Time. Yeah. But again, it's like you're like, why is the Atlantic sounding the alarm rather than people in Congress? Rather right. than you know, aside from these like, you know, whatever. It's just all of, the lack of urgency should be frightening to people. Yeah. That article, I think you mentioned it on this morning's episode, but it's, uh, what, what's it called? It's like January 6th was a test run or something. Yeah, it's something um, like his second yeah. coup has already begun. I don't know. There's like a whole series of Atlantic, the Atlantic just saying like, hey, here are all the reasons you should not feel good about an election happening anytime soon because right. there's actual ghosts uh, and spooky people who have managed to make their way into positions of power as it relates to election results. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ukraine is trending. Um, yeah. The, I mean, it seems like Vladimir Putin has his eyes set on uh, the Ukraine border. Yeah. Uh, getting getting ready to invade, start a war, uh, all sorts of horrifying shit. Uh, Biden warned him that any fuckery uh, will lead to economic sanctions and other responses. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's more tension in that region again and biden remembers well because he was in the fucking white house uh in 2014 when things started falling apart over there meanwhile is this funny because the ukrainian government's official uh twitter uh account they're just shit posting on maine right now like they're posting memes about different kinds of it was like types of headaches chart and it was like tension headache blah 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 and like one that was like red over the entire head diagram was like sharing a border with russia Mm. and you're like wow just i get it it's 2021 that's yeah. just all we know we just know how to shit post through it uh, yeah but yeah it's definitely it, it we'll see where this goes what this is meant for you know if putin is doing this to try and leverage some other kind of uh decision or or favorable treatment in another arena but yeah yeah uh, you don't you don't like to see a troop build up on a border ever really yeah uh, especially when it's uh, a dictator, you know. Especially yeah. somebody who's already tried it, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> and has been, you know, slowly trying to shift 
the goalposts. I mean, they already took Crimea, so it's uh, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, Meadows is trending. Uh, I'm assuming just because these are good places to relax, uh, mm-hmm. just kind of <laughs> chase butterflies around. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh uh, shit! No, look at look at that. Oh. It's actually Mark Meadows. Ah, damn it. You know, we had been talking uh, last week, I think it was, about how anybody who's worried about Trump just needs to know that the Democrats have Mark Meadows in their crosshairs and he has decided to cooperate. um, And so we're good. We're good here. Okay. Exactly. Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney make their new names fucking Geppetto the way they're (laughs) playing this dude like a little puppet right now. And his name is trending because uh, in an about face that has shocked, uh, shocked MSNBC, yeah, MSNBC (laughs) only, uh, he has decided to halt cooperation with the January 6th committee. He already uh, released a book and then said it was fake news uh, within like a 12 hour span of one another. So it's his own book called it fake news. Uh, So I, I did not have high hopes that. Once he had a, uh, uh, once Donald Trump had a word with him that he was going to still have any sort of backbone. Yeah, um, that wasn't going to happen. I mean, when you're on Newsmax and you're like, what about the part where you said that Trump actually knew he had COVID? And he's like, no, nah, yeah. Nah. I said he book. had a negative test. No, I'm dumb is what you don't understand. <laughs> like, don't fake listen news, to me. News. Yeah. I'm gross. And I smell my armpit smell. Yeah. My biceps are not like Christmas hams. Okay. Unrelated thing to say. <laughs> but yeah. I th- and I think this is the one spot of good news. I think on the other side, I mean, I don't even know what's good news anymore, but it's it's the the words out of the committee, the Jan 6 investigative committee have, they've said that um, vice president, former vice president, Mike Pence's former chief of staff has been very cooperative, but I don't know what that means. Singing like um, a Mariah Canary. Um I don't know. I don't know why I said that. You did it. You did it. Yeah. So I said that, and I'm proud that I said that. That was funny that I said that. (laughs) Good good wordplay, and I'm going to sleep well tonight. Uh, All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back uh, with more Mariah Carey puns. And we're back. And Dan Crenshaw is trending because he is calling people in the Freedom Caucus grifters. He's calling Uh-oh. them out on their shit. Yeah, I didn't. I think, I'm surprised he isn't in the Freedom Caucus. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's saying he he gave some like talk somewhere in Texas over the weekend or at the, or the end of last week where he was saying like we've got grifters in our midst. And he's like, and they're in the Freedom Caucus. That means like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar, Matt Gates, you know, Bobert, all that, you know, like the 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 scummy of the scum. Um, and you know, it's a lot of people were like, dude, you're calling them performance artists. You did like a fucking weird action movie, Avengers, like <laughs> thing where you Halo jumped out of a fucking plane and then like smashed Antifa like with your balls through a windshield, like <laughs> fucking. Shut up, fool. Uh, we're not impressed. But what's interesting is the infighting that it, this has caused, because I believe Bobert has already called for someone to primary Dan Crenshaw. Uh, and you love to see it. You really do. You love to see these carcinogenic fucking losers go after each other for the I want more airtime awards. Um, 
And I don't know, like on one hand, I don't know if he's like trying to just say like, that's not a winning strategy to just have people say like the worst shit all the time. And like to kind of go back to the age of pretend uh, we're not racists, but either way, uh, like you look at Dan Crenshaw, you're like, you, I'm sorry, you're righteous suddenly because you, you, you like to cozy up with uh, the fascist elements too. Well, Um, I mean, the speech is interesting because he's like talking about how we got performance artists here. They're a bunch of, you know, they're they're just doing it for the cameras. But then his like proof point is like they didn't vote with Trump that much. I think that's where he's it's not clear if he knows how to get the message across that he's trying to. Are they bad for the party? Are they bad for elections? Or are you just like hating because they're getting all the airtime right now? And you're like, hey, I I let Pete Davidson rip on me a little bit. Right. Huh? And that guy's with Kim Kardashian. Let's not forget that's worth talking about, huh, folks? But either way, it's it's causing causing more drama. Uh and sure. Just go fucking go fight each other, please. Yeah. Uh Elon Musk is trending because he knows how to play uh the mainstream media like a, a fucking fiddle. He just did a long, wide ranging interview uh wherein he said Neuralink, the brain chip that he uh plans to put in people's brains. We'll start implanting chips in humans in 2022, uh, which is later than he hoped. So not only is that shockingly soon, uh, he's not even trying that hard. And like, frankly, if these lazy fucking workers would actually listen to him, they would have been doing it in 2015. Probably. But you know how it is. You got broke people trying to help you put chips in people's brains. I'm really curious, though. The breakdown when this, because you know there's so many Musk stands out there, the crossover of anti-vaxxer people who want a Neuralink chip in their brain. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, no, that's different though. You're mm. literally putting a microchip in your brain. Yeah, but like Bill Gates didn't like tell us he was doing that uh-huh. when he injected it in the vaccine. What? So. So it's just about knowing when there's a chip. Yeah, 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 and also like. I don't I won't need a key for my Tesla if I have this in there. What is the what's what's he promising that it's going to like make you smart or some shit? I think it's just to like make your, you know, re- reactions better. You can like interact with fucking like computers and shit. Cool. That's why yeah. cuz I just need more computer time, more uh implanting people to simultaneously record and stimulate brain activity. Medical applications such as treating serious spinal cord injuries and neurological disorders. Okay. I mean, if that, if doctors think that's a good idea, hell yeah. Um, No, I don't think anyone like in terms of what I think the initial phases of like what that possibility is, but I think down the road, people are like truly being like, and you won't need your fucking hands for anything because your brain chip is going to connect and be like change channel. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I just, I just love this motherfucker always talking about how soon he's going to do something and then blaming his workers for uh, not doing it fast enough. Right. 20,000 MG uh, is trending uh, because an 850 pound weed brownie has been baked. Yeah. And it contains 20,000 milligrams of THC. Um, That's a lot considering that, on average, people say 10 milligrams is where you'd probably 
want to start off with and to get a buzz or maybe smaller depending on how sensitive you are so it was a very big publicity stunt for like the launch of a new i guess like sort of edibles company uh, sure. but like true drug dealers they will break this 850 pound brick down and process that into smaller bags and then distribute that to medical patients in massachusetts but so one of the uh things one of the problems with their plan here of doing a like special thing is uh they didn't know uh they didn't do the research to find out what color brownies were supposed to be yeah um this thing looks like a giant piece of charcoal yeah i don't know if that's because they had to burn it to like get it cooked through because it's so massive yeah, like you think like the outside pieces are like the worst fucking ones. Right. Like, oh God, it's fucking just burnt to shit. I mean, it looks like if you were like at some like people were laying asphalt or something and they they messed up and they're like, oh shit, just put that chunk over there of asphalt. Yeah. Uh, but it looks I guess terrible. It's a brownie. Yeah. I, no one ever said weed edibles had to look good. That's, for sure. <laughs> That's true. Is our yeah. weed brownies like? Do they tend to be the color of a? Uh, yeah, I mean, shit. you know it all depends right because people can make infused butters and oils or whatever as like your thc delivery mechanism so there are definitely high-minded edibles like sure, you know sure. uh what am i want to say like you know gastronomic uh art pieces that right. also contain thc but this Activated looks like charcoal weed brownie that's mm-hmm. what this looks like. this just looks like a fucking big old doo-doo sponge so all right, whatever. And yeah. also, I'm a little dubious. How dense is that? Based on that picture we're seeing with the scientists, like the technicians in front of it, that's 850 pounds? Yeah, that that seems uh, like it might be the densest uh, Material thing on, on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, period. Because it looks like the size of like me in the fetal position. Right. Yeah. So if and that's the, the shape, case, you do uh, fold up into a perfect cube. So Perfect cube, you know? Just um, mimicking my birth. For some reason, we do let Oreos get away with being chocolate and also the color the color of charcoal. Like so, mm-hmm. maybe that maybe people don't mind if you uh, have a brownie that is jet black. But uh, it, I, I think it's only. I think maybe because we're brownie fans, we're looking right. at this and like that's no brownie. Yeah, that might be it. Is this your king? <laughs> this piece of <laughs> acrid shit. Yeah. Anyways, so. uh, somebody eat this whole thing. Let us know how. Uh, <laughs> eat this how whole you... <laughs> thing and say hi to Bob Marley for us. Yeah, yeah. Let us know in 20 years when you're no longer high how, <laughs> how it was. Um, all right. Well, those are the things that are trending on yeah. this Tuesday afternoon. We are mm-hmm. back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind yep. to yourselves. Yep. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.